the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Yeah, it is, baby. Happy Friday. Woo! It's Friday night. Yeah, we made it through, uh, through this week, baby. We made it through every day of impeachment. But you know what? We ended on a high note. I'm glad to share with you guys. Do a little quick recap on uh, the impeachment disaster massacre that happened today. I'm pleased to report that and more. We got to talk about, uh, we're going to spend a little time getting into some coronavirus news, including Cuomocide, as some people are calling it, coming out of New York, as well as a, a really scary, horrifying story that involves clusters of elderly people dying uh, from the vaccinations around the country. So we've got to get into that. We're going to try to find some time to actually update you guys. I'm going to probably have to do a full segment on this Monday on the Lincoln Project. You know, when the story first broke, you know, I was kind of like, okay, well, it's this. And it, it really didn't, with the impeachment, it didn't seem to raise to the level of the topic of the day to work it in. But in each day, the story's just gotten worse and worse and worse uh, with breaking news. We're going to try to give you an update on that but we may have to table that for Monday because we got so much to get into. We got to hear of the a week and stink of the week later. We've got, of course, this is Friday, so we've got our buddy Bob Walters who's going to be with us with his education segment. Suddenly, everybody's talking education. It's like you know, suddenly people are waking up and realizing that so much of what's going on in our country is because the Republican Party just gave up on the schools decades ago. Nobody, nobody really realized how focused, um, other than me and Bob Walters, maybe at least in recent years. I don't think anybody really had a magic eight ball telling them the degree in which the Democrats were going to use children in their minds to try to change this country. So Bob will be here at the bottom half of the hour, and we're going to try to find time for your calls. 888-344-1170. Did you guys watch any of uh, the impeachment today? Feel free to call in on that. Your thoughts, as well as if you've got a hear of the week and stink of the week. Uh, just anything that's on your mind. Of course, uh, my man, who's always here with me every night, always has much to share with me before the show. I'm always like, save it for air. Save it for the show. Of course, I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. And we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. It will include and across the board. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. You know, I can't wait for this impeachment to be over and done with. We all know how it's going to turn out. And uh, try. Uh, I'm, I'm a firm believer. I hold in my heart that no matter what it is, uh, Trump is going to continue to do great things for this country. 
Well, we'll see. Um, you know, he's he's under, you know, first of all, he's Twitter announced yesterday that he's going to be permanently banned. So unless some, you know, which was one of the main ways. And this is why it was one of the main ways in which he was able to get around the mainstream media, the propagandist of the, of the legacy media and communicate directly with us. And that's why uh, it used to aggravate me so bad when uh, these conservatives would say Trump just needs to tweet less. No, he got elected in part because of his tweets, because of, of his brash talk. That's why he got elected and that's why they took him down off off of twitter they're also going after him today there's reports of how they're going their uh different banking and financial institutions are going after his real estate empire uh, the guy alone yeah well they they've got to try to destroy him and in the course of doing so try to t- try to then destroy the 75 million voters that's what all of this is about so back to the impeachment today the highlights you know um the first the the impeachment managers as they're called um, did what Democrats always do. They lie. They, if this was a true court of law, then every piece of evidence that they, quote, evidence that they presented would not have been admissible in a court because it was falsified in some way. It was, it was the equivalent of back when George Zimmerman, when NBC News, I think it was, one of the main networks, edited his, the audio recording of his 911 call to make him sound like he was racist when he wasn't. So that's, that's the, you're not allowed to do that in a court of law. And that's what happened here, including today. I guess Swalwell presented a tweet from somebody who said that oh we've got your back president trump we're, we're going to call in the calvary and meaning that it was it was you know um a troops and but the spelling was calvary not calvary which is a religious term you've heard of the term calvert and on top of that, they actually added a blue check mark to her tweet in the presentation, and it, which means she would have been a verified account by Twitter, which is typically your high profile people, although Twitter stopped actually even reviewing applications for that a year or so ago. So um, that was complete. And they did that to try to raise this woman's credibility, to try to make it seem as though she's somebody big with a huge following and a huge amount of influence. So, I mean, that's your manu- manufacturing evidence. So today... Um, of course, the Trump's defense, instead of they had 16 hours and they didn't need it all because all they needed to do was play videos. Yesterday it was and two, for two days we heard uh, the Democrats say that tra- President Trump's words fight was an incitement to violence. And then today a couple of important videos were played, one of which was a video of every Democrat, Tom, Dick and Harry. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. Because you know what? That's that's a common vernacular in America. I finally agree with something that that, that his defense defense team did. I thought it was a home run. That's something they should have done since the beginning. Absolutely. You know, they said, you know, what are you what are you talking about fight? That we use the expression fight in our sports in, in our um, in our personal relationships. You know, you go, you know, marriage counselors, you know, ask people you want. Are you willing to fight for your marriage? I mean, fight just means put in a little effort uh, most of the that. time. And they know that. So, you know, they got busted for, you know, uh, being caught on video. And then they played uh, a video of uh, different people like Joe Biden saying, if we were in high school, I'd kick his butt. And the people threatening to to physical violence on the part of the Democrats. They also played Hillary Clinton, uh, in which she, you know, said, you you know, don't Joe Biden. Hey, Joe Biden, don't accept the outcome. First of all, I think they played clips of her for four years talking about how the election was stolen from her. You can be this, you can be that and have it stolen from you. And then I believe they also played 
uh, video clip of her about Joe Biden telling Joe Biden, hey, don't under no circumstances should you accept the outcome of this election. Keep keep fighting it until eventually it goes your way. No one canceled Hillary. No, but yeah. So, you know, basically and now you can see. They got spanked worse than Flounder in Animal House today. One of my favorite movies. I may have to watch that this weekend. Good analogy. Isn't that a goodie? <laughs> you know, I wish they, you know what you did? Say thank you, sir. May I have another? That y'all got spanked today. Now, for me, I would have actually loved to see them take all 16 hours and go even deeper. Just oh, punish take them. it to the next level. Oh, totally. There's so so much farther they could go, but then in some ways there's a strategy of you only need once you once you've you know completely destroyed the opposition you, you could if you go on too long then you can kind of lose lose your audience in, in a sense, um, but it's clear. Here's here's a couple ways that you can absolutely know that they got shredded and it was a massacre disaster for the Democrats. One. Um, they had in the rebuttal and the Q&A period, they had one woman get up there and, and accuse Trump's def- defense attorneys of being racist by saying, you see all the people that, the, that, were the, that they used in that video of Democrats using the word fight? They were all people of color. <laughs> they had to go to the they had to go to the racist. They had to pull that. They, had to they pull usually the pull card. it when they have no other card to play. Oh, exactly. That's when you know they've been spanked. That's yeah. I mean, clearly. And then another way that you can know is as I've got um, much to it must just pain you to put on networks here in the monitors like MSNBC and CNN. It just well, it's better than Fox (laughs) News. At least they're honest. Well, right. Um, But the shift you can see the shift, and the shift started a couple days ago. Um, But you can really see it now because it's no longer about Trump inciting violence. Which is what the only article of impeachment was. Now it's all about he didn't call, he didn't call them off soon enough. He didn't call the writers off soon enough. Now or he's all, been doing it for four years. Right, exactly. So now they've got to completely shift because that's what the Democrats do. Um, I predict. Uh, I predict. Obviously, what everybody knows that he, he's going to get acquitted. I don't. And the Democrats knew that too. This was never about, as we've said many times, this was never really about uh, presenting any real evidence. Was this? This wasn't about um, them knowing or even thinking that they had a shot for Trump to be convicted here. This. This is about demoralizing Trump voters. This is about riling up, kind of like we talked about last night, and what was so smart and and. Cr- Correct about Gina Carano's uh, tweet. We've got an update on her from uh, the Mandalorian. Uh, her tweet about about what happened historically in Germany that you know pitting neighbors against the Jews, and um, this is about you know feeding the anger of Democrats against Trump supporters and to marginalize us and to continue to foster the notion that anybody that questioned the outcome of this election. Not past elections, because they don't care, even though the even the Trump's defense attorneys today played video of Democrats over and over and over again, including one of the impeachment managers who who did not want the the results in 2016 to be certified. So so it was OK to question those. But anybody who questions these results today is an insurrectionist and a domestic terrorist. The only thing that's left is for us to be required to salute Joe Biden. Careful what you wish for. Yeah. We're going to take I think I think we should take a break and then come back and get into and shift into the uh, the what was trending. Thanks to Jack Posobiec, Cuomocide. But I'm not sure if it was so much Cuomocide because other governors were engaged in what he was doing or if it's more demo geriatricide. 
And we're going to talk about that when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. So we've known for a while uh, that uh, Governor Cuomo in New York was responsible for the deaths of many seniors, now upwards of over 15,000. What was revealed... Um, I think there was I I think what happened was there was some private meeting or whatever, and somebody decided to leak the truth of what had gone on there, that they um, after purposefully sending six seniors ordering you couldn't go visit. Remember, you could not go visit a family member in a nursing home, but they ordered six seniors from the hospitals to be taken to the nursing homes and nursing homes were not allowed to deny them. And they did this, by the way, at a time in which the U.S. military had built a makeshift hospital in the middle of Central Park that stayed empty, as well as there was a military vessel that was parked off of New York that, that ended up leaving because they didn't have patients. So they were, he was purposefully sending seniors into nursing homes who died. Bodies ended up decaying as they were, as, as they were dying. They were left outside in the heat before being and, and decaying and were rotting literally for for days waiting to go to the corner what we now know is that they hid the the number of deaths in the nursing homes they hid it intentionally from Trump's Department of Justice to avoid criminal prosecution and I also want to remind you that that the nursing homes that he sent the six seniors to were given immunity from any prosecution themselves because these all these nursing homes had had uh, given big donations to Governor Cuomo. Uh, But I also want to remind you in this story, if, if that's not bad enough, remember that he wasn't the only governor who did this. There was Tom Wolf, there was Rachel Levine, and Phil Murphy all did the same. In fact, Levine actually made sure that she moved her mother out of the nursing home before the order came down. New York was considered the hot spot. I don't think, and, and, and while they are blaming, right now, they're impeaching a former president of the United States, trying to blame him for the death of a police officer there, which, by the way, is in, in, in contention, trying to, and, and, and by saying that he's inciting violence, which, which didn't happen. He was leading a peaceful protest. But we got a governor in New York City who, in t- you can't tell me that there was any other reason for him to send, send these six seniors to their deaths was because he wanted the case count high so that the Democrat, as well as the other Democrat governors, don't tell me I'm being hyperbolic. There's no other explanation for why their hospital sat empty in Central Park and the military vessel sat empty while they flooded nursing homes with six seniors, knowing that that was the high risk group. Some similarities in California. Absolutely. It happened here as well. To this date, almost 50 percent of all the cases were in nursing homes. This is how they kept the case count high. It is very clear. And this is why I said uh, Jack Posobiec got Cuomocide. Trending yesterday. I think it's demo geriatricide is what's going on. This seemed clearly to be a strategy. And you can't tell me that I'm being being crazy here. 
let me do let me remind you that when Americans died in Benghazi and we're lucky it was only four that died because those four tr- that died saved the lives of, of many others. They were literally referred to as bumps in the road. I didn't hear that. Obama called them bumps in the road. Marxists consider collateral damage of, 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 of people who die along the way in their transformation. You know, 100, 100 million people have died around the world in the, in the transformation of those countries being turned into communist societies. Think about the power that as the death count got higher and higher and higher. That's, what, that's when they called for lockdowns, Right. That's when, that's when we had to have masks. That's when we all had to stay in our homes. If you care about somebody's grandmother, you can't go to work because, because you might give it to somebody who's going to give it to their grandmother. And you can't use these therapeutics because they, they don't work. Yeah, every bit of this. They needed the, the, the death count high in order to gain control over all of us, to have everybody panicked. And I even said at the time that there was better ways that, because they were using granny as ju- just like they've used uh, these seniors in the past against Republicans when they showed Paul Ryan in 2012 shoving Grania over the cliff in the wheelchair. The truth of the matter is, is right now this proves that Democrats will literally, literally kill your grandmother and lie to you about it. And they're doing it for power. Absolutely doing it for power. Now, many people are calling today. You know, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it reported anywhere, by the way. I've got uh, MSNBC up here. I've got two local uh, broadcasts from San Diego here. No, nobody reporting this. And I've been watching those three broadcasts all day and I haven't seen a word. Nobody reporting on it. And you know who else isn't speaking out about it? Fauci. Fauci hadn't said a word about it. He didn't say a word back when, when uh, this first happened, when they were sending sen- seniors to sick. His pockets are fine. Exactly. No. People are, some people are calling for Cuomo to resign, but the problem with that is he doesn't have to resign. Hollywood's not even going to ask for, his, for, for their award back, and there's no mechanism in New York. There's no recall mechanism available for him, and we know that uh, the Southern District in New York isn't going to bother to investigate, just like the DOJ isn't going to bother to investigate. But you know what? Bill Barr had to have seen what was going on. Speaking of elderly, we've got to get into a, a little bit of vaccination news. Um, because there is a disturbing report, you know, um, one of the things that uh, I'm hearing from even from Republicans that are talking about a recalling Gavin Newsom is that saying that they um, don't like the way Gavin Newsom has rolled out the vaccine. Uh, you know, we got to talk uh, about and I keep saying this. And I hate getting into this because I don't want to sound like I'm trying to tell people what to do. You got to make decisions for yourself for your for your own health care. But as I read this story about what's going on with these vaccinations and what's happening with seniors, you really need to make sure that you give it a lot of thought and, and you understand what's happening before you subject yourself or any of your loved ones to what's happening with the vaccine. Listen to all of the information. Right. Um, there are de- there are death clusters happening around the country. With these vaccines in Kentucky, four seniors died the same day of their vaccination. So a lot of people are like, well, you're cool. If you get past the first one, maybe you'll be cool. I I don't know. Um, In Kentucky, four seniors died the same day of their vaccination on December 30th. Three of the four who passed away reportedly already had had coronavirus prior to getting vaccinated. 
if you've had if you've had it, why would you need to get vaccinated? And this is an area we've talked about before: pathogenic priming. Rats who get vaccinated with an illness that they've already had die. So the, and it, it makes no sense to me why somebody who's had coronavirus would get vaccinated. Um, in Arkansas, four seniors died at a long-term care facility about a week after their vaccination, all tested positive for COVID-19 after their vaccination. Were they not tested beforehand? And when they were tested afterwards, I don't know if that means they had it beforehand or if what happens with this vaccination, unlike anything we've ever done in the past, which makes us all guinea pigs, no matter what our age, is that we're literally going inside of our DNA and, manu- and, and forcing our bodies to manufacture this within our DNA. And we have no long-term results on this. We, we have, don't know what's going to do. We have no idea. These deaths are reported in a federal database. And of course, the CDC is saying, well, deaths after vaccination doesn't necessarily mean the vaccine is to blame. Um, they go on to say that of those receiving coronavirus vaccines, many are elderly and frail or already suffering from serious illnesses. Well, isn't that what we said about COVID? Then why should you take it? Not only that, but they were assigning COVID deaths. We, we, a couple of things here. We said, okay, this is... This is why we don't need to have children vaccinated, because this is primarily a disease that kills the elderly who have comorbidities. And they were not. And we couldn't even get accurate numbers of the death count because they were attributing every death in a hospital to coronavirus. And even younger people, if somebody tested with uh, died in a motorcycle accident and they tested positive for coronavirus, and no matter how anybody died in this country, if they tested positive with coronavirus that's how their death was labeled as a coronavirus death now you die minutes after getting the vaccine and they're not willing to to attribute your death to to the vaccine and suddenly seniors dying immediately upon getting this vaccine we don't want we don't want to say it's got anything to do with this vaccine well the way i look at it too andrea why should they even get the vaccine because seniors even if they get the flu they're you know if they have the comorbidities let's say the age of you know 90 plus they're gonna they're just they're susceptible here we've got it in kentucky we've got an 88 year old woman who was 14 days post-covid she got the pfizer shot while she was unresponsive in her room why are you giving an 88 year old who's who's already survived covid and unresponsive, giving her a vaccine. She died within an hour and a half. We got an 88-year-old who was 15 days post-COVID, got the shot, was monitored, died within 90 minutes. A third report, 88-year-old woman, 14 days post-COVID, vomited 40 for uh, four minutes after receiving her shot, became short of breath, and died that night. I could go on and on and on and on with these stories. The article goes on to say the scientists differ on whether or not people who have had coronavirus, like the Kentucky patients, should receive the COVID vaccine at all. The CDC insists it's safe, but other scientists say vaccinating those who are already considered immune after we talked about um, shouldn't get the vaccine. If the science is not settled on this, we're literally being treated as guinea pigs. Nine, if you are un, under the age of 70, you have a 99.6% recovery of this. Why would you risk it? Why would you risk this? We don't need this vaccine. It was put out under the Emergency Use Act, which is only supposed to be used if there's no other viable option. We now know ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. There's a new article out now that says that common asthma treatments, like I've got right here, my, my inhaler that I use, mine is used for when you've got a crisis, it's a, anyway, same thing, though. 
can save lives. We don't need to be in, be treating anybody, let alone somebody's somebody's granny who's already survived COVID, injecting them and killing them with these vaccines. I quite frankly, you know, I, I wouldn't recommend it, but I believe in free choice. But when we hear about a vaccine um, passport and the Biden administration is talking about we could have 300 million doses available for the summer, that means that they intend to try to force us all to take this. That can't be about our health. Not when you hear about this going on. Um, I need to take a break, and then we're going to go to Bob. Beforehand, it looks like Brian is uh, waiting on the line from San Diego, and he has a comment he wants to make about the communist Senate. Hey, Brian, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you, Andrea. You know, thanks for letting us know we were guinea pigs. I thought we were boiling frogs, and we, you know, thank God President Trump told us to jump out of the pot and save our lives. You know, when we talk about his impeachment and they say we know that the outcome is for sure, we do know the outcome is for sure that the communist bloc in our Senate, the Democrats, will vote as a bloc. Mm -hmm. They don't care about reasoning or anything. I mean, you can play all of this information that President Trump said, go down there peacefully and patriotically, you know, let them know how you feel. And they won't do that. They will vote. And that's what the bet should be. Will all 50 Democrats vote for impeachment? And that will show you what we're up against. Yeah, we're and um, that's just one example of showing what we're up against. You know, we've um, we're up against the insanity where we've got a hospital that's telling nurses now they're not allowed to use the term breastfeeding and breast milk. This is a hospital. Science has left the building called a hospital. You look at the science when we you you we've now got Fauci telling people we've got a double mask. That's insane. And if and if double ma- if double masking needed to work, why didn't the CDC? Uh, now we've got a study. Okay, well, so why we're a year into this? Where was the study before on mask? Oh, that's right. The study on mask was actually in the NIH back in two thousand five, saying they didn't work. We know we're up against insanity and marxism and communism in this country when when we see the black lives matter marxist movement proudly talking about being a marxist movement and communist and that's being taught in our schools in fact that's one of the things that we talked about uh, with bob walters and who's going to be on here next we are really up against a really difficult situation this cancel culture is absolutely out of control and we are on track to where, where exactly everything that's happening in this country right now brian um with the cancel culture and if you think a certain way you could lose your job dbd platformed communist china had to social um credit from social media that's what we're on track for that and then i saw today that they, that they've got um if you want to buy anything there's facial recognition to where they decide whether or not you're worthy of being able to have access to your money and that's where we're going as well all based if this is allowed to continue and this is where the republican party has completely failed us brian because this it didn't just start today this started decades ago when if you said you wanted to seal the border you hated brown people and nobody pushed back it's the PC culture when you every time if you said you want if you criticized Barack Obama, you, you were a racist. And little by little, every time they got allowed to get away with it, they got, we, we gave them an inch. And now here we are to where you can, you know, um, Disney was bragging today about all their subscriptions on Disney Plus And they and they claim Mandalorian was a reason for it. And yet they can their star 
from I mean we're we're just completely off the rails in this country and you know and I we've got to be starting to think about how we're going to take it back but it's it's going to take us being really active as individuals to do it and we got to be active now yeah I want to read you something somebody put on Twitter and then I've got to take a break I'm well past the point got to get to Bob I read this on Twitter yesterday 10 years from now you'll put on a jacket and find a mask in the pocket oh man what a weird year that was you'll chuckle to yourself then you'll pick up your machete and continue across the wasteland keeping to the shadows to avoid the roving gangs of cannibal raiders that might be where we're going if we don't if we don't figure out and the republican party that likes to break off and you know the never trumpers and all those people because they're in on it um you know they're they're looking at a wasteland themselves brian if they don't if they don't join with us against the marxists and the communists in our country thank you so much for calling i appreciate it have a good weekend thank you you too all right stay tuned we got bob walters he'll be with us next Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm always super excited to have uh, Bob Walters here with me for his weekly education segment, but especially tonight because I hear he's actually got more he's good He's got news. like a substantial amount of good news. I know. Who knew? Hey, Bob. Happy Friday. Hello. Yeah, we can all use some good news, so especially, I did a little extra research to dig some out this week. Well, good, especially going into this uh, long weekend, Monday being a holiday, so it's nice yeah. to go into the weekend with some good news. What you got? Well, first of all, 15 states are considering a solid system for school choice for all parents and students, which is great. That means vouchers and the whole ball of wax where every student can choose whatever school he wishes to go to. And that is good news. The downside to it is, regrettably, it mainly covers states in the Midwest and in the South, not the coastal liberal states. So, Well, but you know what? It's still good news. And somebody was, I think it was Brian Maloney was saying, you know what, what might end up being resulting out of all this is a divorce where we've got the, you know, not even necessarily formally, but just people moving red state, people moving to red states and leaving the blue behind and it kind of being a natural divorce. Might be what needs to happen. Divorce. Yeah, it might end up being what happens. So anyway. Yeah, that is true. Then you got Biden who announced yesterday he wants all schools open and, you know, responding to the public pressure and promises one day a week in the next 100 days. Are you kidding me? One day? How's that open? (laughs) One day a week for in-class teaching. Well, he he says he'll reach that point within the next 100 days. Wow. I mean, that's how weak you are against the union. Who's trying to not teach these kids? It's just well, well. Anyway. well that, but that, I'm but I'm glad you brought that up because right now I've said how many times? Don't talk to me about reopening when there's still restrictions. That's not reopening. One day a week doesn't help a single mother when she's got to you know no. um, you know go to a job. So it's just it's, it's pretty pitiful. It is. Yeah. We'll we'll call it two percent good news. All okay. right, we'll go with that. <laughs> and we got uh, three Catholic schools in Orange County. Or Trump's is trying something new called blended learning. Uh, I had to read closely on this. They want to be certified in the process. Each teacher will be taught over the next three years using computers and programs to learn how to teach kids at all levels in their classroom and how to reach them, to their, how to help help them reach their potential. This is a unison program 
with Loyola Marymount University. Okay. And what it amounts to is is the ability, or I find it kind of amazing, that they think they can teach teachers to teach kids from the very lowest mental level to the most brightest kids in the same class the same day and effectively don't lose kids on either end. Okay. I'm going to watch it close, but I mean, that's that's the announcement. That's the goal, which is, well, okay. Oh, uh, well, yeah, we'll see. You know, um, No Child Left Behind had a good goal, too, but it didn't, you know, it wasn't didn't ne- it didn't necessarily no. pan out. So you'll just have to keep us updated, keep your eye on that program and, and see if they can make it work. I will. And you got three studies that were presented today on uh, uh, a, a big TV show called, uh, run by Dr. Lance Kasumi. I'd heard of him, but he's a well-known educator with many books written and 40 years of awards in the field. One is by Duke University, who reviewed 100,000 students in North Carolina and found only 31 cases of COVID with, with the kids and no teachers infected in one year this past year. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Then there's, then there's a study done by CDC in Wisconsin with 5,000 students where they found only seven cases uh, in, in the past year. And again, no adults infected. Well, well the, the, the science is clear that, is. you know, that know. this is not something that affects young people. And, and, it, and even if you're even 70, as long as you're below 70, if you don't have serious comorbidities or, or like we just lost the congressperson uh, who was who was recovering or, or still still, I think, fighting lung cancer, you know, you, you still have a 99 over a 99 percent chance of recovery. And so, yep. you know, to keep kids at home for any reason at this point, it's just it's literally child abuse. Yeah, if we're pushing a year now, yeah, yeah. It's too much. Yeah, remember, oh, it was 14 days to flatten the curve, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> then you get the California Pediatrician Association, of which there's 5,600 in California, who urged all schools to open. Governor Newsom says he can work on that, but he needs $4.2 billion to get the schools ready for such opening. You know, why not just cut the teacher's pay? Yeah. Put that money in a bag so you can improve the schools, whatever you need to do, and then open them up. Well, yeah, because, well, Bob, if, if the schools haven't been open, where, where, where's all that money that used to go f- to pay the electricity bill and all, and, uh, and all the money that for the water bills, for all the facilities that aren't being used? Where'd that money go? Where'd that money go? Probably the same place that the $4 billion got stolen out of the unemployment office. Yeah, they, they haven't had, they haven't been funding and using any money for the sports programs or extracurricular activities. That money, I, we have no idea where the money went, but now right. on top of that, they want even more money. And money to do what? If kids don't get it and they don't give it, what do we need to be doing with the schools that cost money? We, yeah, they, I don't get it either. There's no reason for children to be separated from each other by six feet. There's no reason for children to have to wear masks in schools. There's no reason for them to not be able to be on the playground. Should this, be business as normal. Yeah, it should be, should be complete business as normal. We don't do this when there's an outbreak of whooping cough in San Diego. We don't do this when there's the flu where we have thousands of kids who die every year from it. This is insane. Well, hopefully we get, a Newsom, get rid of Newsom in the next two or three months. But. Absolutely. And I heard that Rick Grinnell... Uh, former um, acting director, former ambassador to Germany and acting director of the DNI is thinking about uh, throwing his hat in the ring. That would be good news. That would be really good news. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've got no college crazies today. Sorry. None? But I do have some other news, which is not uh, particularly great. Oh, no. What? Call it on the negative side. 
Biden appointed Miguel Cordona from Connecticut to oversee the nation's first ethnic studies program for high school kids. Uh, woven in these classes for black, Latino, and Puerto Rican kids is critical race theory, which identifies all races as victims except the white race, who are the oppressors. And this is the guy who initiated that program in Connecticut. Now he's going to have a big hand in the whole nation. Jeez. Oh, Unbelievable. So this is so this is going to be a nationwide rollout, basically of the Black Lives Matter agenda, which is now yep. we're going to be going and telling white kids everywhere that they're evil, and um, we're going to be fostering division and hate um, between kids in, in this country. Oh, what could go wrong with that, Bob? Yeah, it just fosters racism. They talk about we being the racist. The racism on their side, not our side. God. Well, yeah. I mean, when, when that this is literally systemic racism. This is what it is. When you're telling people uh, what the critical race theory is all about undoing whiteness and telling people that it doesn't matter if you've never said the N-word. You are racist simply because you were white. You were bad and you yeah. were inferior white kid because you were born white and you have white privilege and America is evil and uh, potato skins just put we're the darn Irish studies. That's right. The Irish were were enslaved and mistreated. Yes, they were. Yeah, they were. A little schooling there from skins. Well, and then you got Biden pushing a ban of of for-profit charter schools, which is about 12% of the total charters in the country. These are schools that were set up and they charge a modest fee tuition for the kids to go and it's not they're not supported totally by the states in any way. And anyway, he wants to close them down. And then he wants all the rest of them. He's taking steps now to issue a policy. He wants all of them, all the charters, to have the same civil rights protections, racial equity, admission policies, and discipline procedures that gives a pass to violent and disobedient kids. So, in other words, those are the factors that destroyed the public schools. Mm -hmm. And he wants to have those brought right into the... Uh, the charter schools, <laughs> uh, you know, I guess to make the union happy. Well, yeah, well, maybe the solution is if he wants to ban that, then they just go, they go private. And, you know, I think, I, I think that, um, you know, what if you are a parent out there, you know, and, and I know that nobody wants to have to pay, um, twice because if you're paying taxes you're paying for the public schools and then you got to put them in a private school you're paying again but you know what here's what i would say um if you can afford to have a kid you should be thinking about this as, as a necessary expense just like you have to provide them food you have to take care of their medical care you've got to clothe them you've got to pay for their haircuts and you know what i when i'm looking around and i'm seeing even in the lower income areas pe- kids wearing very expensive shoes and the and the moms carrying very expensive purses you know prioritize and put yeah everybody's got a cell phone how about prioritizing pull your kid out of public school and you put them in a private school and we actually i don't know if we still have our half off tuition program but we have that we still do so you know there's even tuition help here go to our sister station's website kprz.com yes and you you must think about this and i know they're trying to get into the private schools too and control what's going on there with curriculums but at least for now they don't have a foothold on it no he got Biden earlier this week, according to David Horowitz, who's a well-known speaker, mm-hmm. that he wishes school taught more about Islam, even though the mention of Christianity is totally <laughs> forbidden in almost every school. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just 
Yeah, um, yeah. I'm surprised you haven't reported yet that uh, about him wanting and supporting school districts becoming Sharia compliant. I expect that to come soon. I, I think that'll that be, that'll be in next week's report. Yeah, um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> we might need it. We might have to have an Islamic terrorist attack before Biden decides to pander uh, to the Islamist movement. We'll see. They got Bangor High. Uh, revamps their English curriculum to include one author of color, uh, more authors of color, and remove the white authors from their roster. Uh, the English department wants to add six to eight new classes for kids in, this, in the ninth to twelfth grade. And these new classes will be subject to include the black culture, social justice, comedy, sports, horror writing, and outdoor adventure. Exactly how much English are you learning in that those type of classes? And right. yeah, it's supposed to be English class, not culture class. Yeah. And quite frankly, I don't, I, I don't know that the color of many of the authors that I read, who cares? You know, in English class, you're supposed to be learned, you know, what's a dangling participle, right? I mean, you know, literature right. class is where you study literature. And of course, they want to ban books like, you know, Mark Twain now. So, um, again, you know... Um, Put your kids in private schools. Get your kids out. And if there was a mass exodus of people pulling their kids out of public schools and putting them in private, they might. They that's one way to to force them to Some impact. Yeah. yeah. Final thoughts, Bob. Okay. We got about thirty seconds left. Okay. The only thing I got is New York schools joining others now teaching Black Lives Matter agenda inspired by cop killer Ashadi Shakir, and they've now made. Uh, the Black Lives Matter agenda mandatory in all New York schools. So, which is I, which my day. Yeah. And I think that that's what the difference is between that and critical race theory is that it's actually an expansion of critical race theory. The Black Lives Matter agenda. Maybe we'll spend some time on that next week. The Black Lives Matter yeah. agenda actually gets more into the political component versus just telling white kids that they're evil and that America is um, that America is colonialist and bad. Thank you for being here, Bob. Have a great weekend. Same to you. All Take right. care. Thanks, hon. Y'all stay tuned. Bye-bye. we got Hear of the Week and Stink of the Week coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Tonight was the first time that I've mentioned that I have to use an inhaler at times. That's how compromised my lungs were over so many sinus and ear, nose and throat and upper respiratory infections in my life. So when I tell you it's been over a year that it's a miracle that I haven't had to have an antibiotic because of balance in nature, I mean for real. I haven't mean I had to use my inhaler a little bit tonight because if I take a real sharp breath in cold air, it'll make me cough and I'll need, need to use it. But I mean, literally, it's been like a medical miracle. I can't say it enough. And now I'm excited that this is like a, a treatment for COVID <laughs> at the same time, if I do happen to get it, because taking balance in nature doesn't mean I'm never going to get anything. It just means that my immune system is boosted and I can, I've got a better chance of fighting off stuff. So trust me, go to balanceinature.com, use the discount code HEALTH, uh, free shipping right now and 35% off preferred orders. All right, who's your Hero of the Week and your Stink of the Week? Hero of the Week, Larry Elder right here on Salem Radio did an excellent job covering the Shampeachment and actually uh, up until then saying why it should have never taken place. My Stink of the Week, the New York Attorney General calling for the dismissal of the NRA's bankruptcy. 
All right. Um, my stink of the week is, oh gosh, there's so many. It's got to be Cuomo for literally killing seniors for political purposes. And my hero of the week is Gina Carano, who knew that she was jeopardizing her career. You know how hard God it is to her. make it in Hollywood? And she was willing to risk it. For to be honest and courageous for this country. Man, that's a hero in my book. Love you all. We'll see you Tuesday. Monday's a holiday.